the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Coach Scott Williams, a nice long talk about a pop of Blue Darter basketball. Of course, the Blue Darters are one of the top teams in the state of Florida, and they uh, have a lot of big games left on their schedule as they head into prepare for postseason play as well. But later in our show, we'll speak with John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and then we might even catch up with Coach Eddie Sanders, Apopka Blue Darter Athletic Director. Before we go to Coach Williams, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW, and especially our broadcast of Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics are presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics is crowd, proud to call Apopka home for Baptiste Orthodontics' third Central Florida office. Baptiste Orthodontics, Apopka office is conveniently located at 12 South Park Avenue, which is right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Baptiste Orthodontics offers braces for all ages, including traditional braces, Invisalign, and Propel treatments. Dr. Andre Baptiste has been creating beautiful smiles for over 15 years. To find out more, you can find them at BaptisteOrthodontics.com. That's BaptisteOrthodontics.com. Or just give them a call at 800-300-7755. That's 800-300-7755. And schedule your complimentary consultation today. Now let's go to Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach high school. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, absolutely. I can hear you fine. Uh, good morning. And why don't you, you've got a big game tonight versus Lake Nona, but you've had a, a very exciting uh, week and plus, week plus of basketball against some top competition. So can you just kind of give us an, an update uh, from, the last, from the last time that we spoke last Friday? Sure. Um, so let's see. Uh, uh, last Friday, uh, we had a... Um, who did we play last Friday? I know it was a big game. Um, it's so funny. I'm I'm so immersed into Lake Nona for tonight. Exactly. You're well, focused on the Sons. future right who now. Who did we play, Roger? West Orange. West. Thank you. We played West Orange, and it was a and it was a really big win for us over there. Our guys really really played well in the second half, um, and we were able to create a lot of tempo and a lot of turn and beat a team in West Orange. It was playing really really well and. Um, and then Tuesday night had um, it just um, just really came up short and did not play well in a, in a huge matchup with uh, with Akoi here. Um, we are very um, cognizant of how good Okoe is, has been, and, and is going to be here uh, to try to defeat. And, and uh, uh, we've been kind of going back and forth. Uh, in the the rankings, which of course are no longer just a paper 
uh, paper thing, but something that influences seating and, and all those things. And uh, we just, um, you know, after after playing well, probably for about the first 12 minutes, uh, we were up six, and we just we just got to the punch. Um, Curry was tougher, more active. Um, uh, their staff did a better job than I did, um, and uh, and they made they made plays, and so it kind of got away from us late. But um, uh, we just didn't play well, and it's a loss that'll have ramifications. Big ones. Um, I'm I literally just opened the current rankings, and uh, there's a pretty healthy gap now between Okoye and ourselves. And you know the the biggest the biggest thing that's disappointing is. You know, the fewer games you have to play to win a district tournament, the better. And as it sits right now, if we're the number two seed, we have to play a first-round game against probably a Lake Brantley team who we were tooth and nails with two weeks ago. Uh, and Okoe gets to sit at home and rest. And so it's a, it's a big loss. It's a disappointing loss. Um, and we're going to have to bounce back because Lake Nona, who's currently 20th in the state in 7A, not in our region, they're in the they're in the region below us, uh, but playing very very well. They came off a um, they had a huge blowout win over um, uh, over Boone on Tuesday, then lost a really close game last night at First Academy, but they had won I think six in a row. Uh, or seven in a row. They're, the only loss they had had since Christmas uh, was against Okoe, and they had rolled off a bunch of wins in a row. And they're very good offensively and really can shoot the basketball, and so we will have our hands full again tonight. Um, no uh, no, uh, no breathers for the darters, and uh, and we're going to have to continue to get better and, and to do so being continuing to be shorthanded. Uh, we got the news on Wednesday that Rodney Wentz is indeed out for the season uh, with a torn meniscus, and and, uh, and and that's a big loss. You know, Rodney had a really fine year for us, um, a guy that gives us inside presence and toughness, and uh, we, we definitely lacked both of those things on Tuesday, and uh, we're going to have to find a way to compensate for that here uh, for the remainder of the season, and real disappointed for Rodney, who you know, is new to our program this year, but is a wonderful young man and has invested fully into what we are and our culture, and I uh, just love him to death and know it's really disappointing for him. No, I agree. I, it's, I'm sorry to hear that uh, that news that he'll miss the rest of the year because you know we noted very the very first broadcast we did what a great addition he was to the team and you know he brought an element of toughness under the boards, rebounding, doing a lot of the dirty work, plus an ability to score too, and the that, that really um, added a boost to us. So I know, I know you'll miss him, but I but I know you've got uh, that that Apopka next man up culture, and the guys will step up and and you know do what they need to do to. Uh, to do to you know carry on without him. Now, now, coach, can you talk about maybe a little more specifically, not to dwell on it, but I I, I do know you know, know you were disappointed by the you know not just the loss to Okoy, but kind of the game the, the, the way the game turned there in the in the fourth quarter. Uh, we led most of the first half and, and played a really close third quarter. Were, were there's what were some of the the specific things that we're most disappointed with? Well, you know, first, I, I don't think I did a very good job um, managing the game. Um, you know, there are there are times that we 
are trying to find a way to create offense, and one of the ways we do that sometimes is by trying to create tempo defensively. And I, I, I attempted to speed the game up a little bit, believing it could work in our favor. Now, you know, it bothered Okoye. They used three timeouts during a, you know, five six minute period of time because our traps got them at different things. And uh, but uh, it, what it didn't do is get them so out of kilter that it changed the dynamic of the game. And and so whereas we were we were pretty good defensively in our straight man to man um they were able to take advantage of some things when we got stuck in some rotations and some bad matchups because of our trapping and and so I, that falls on me and my ability to recognize and I just think I managed that really poorly and um I think we probably Earl and Earl and Barty and Jackson Edwards on the floor more than we did. Um and, and that's something that in retrospect I would have done, even though I, I think both of those guys struggled to find any kind of rhythm. Um we still needed to probably stay with them. You know, so a lot of the things we did, you know, I I take personal responsibility for, but you know, the the biggest thing was they were just um they were more emotionally engaged. Um, they were more physically tough and um, emotionally tough than we were. I, um, I, I, I don't use this phrase often, uh, and I am careful in its use. But as we painstakingly worked through the emotion of the film yesterday, um, there's mind that at some level we emotionally quit in the fourth quarter and we just didn't want any more of what they were giving us. And that's not a character flaw. It's not a, a de- it is a definition of what occurred on two. We have to own and we have to take a good look at ourselves and ask ourselves, why did it happen? How did it happen? And how do we avoid it happening again? Um, but, um, you know, I mean, I, I've told people, anybody that listened to me for the last six months that, you know, Okoe, you know, this is a team that's that's grown up together, 11 seniors. They've played together in that program for four years. They have two high Division One signees and probably another another four that will sign at smaller-level schools. Uh, they are deep. They are talented. They are big. They are physical. And so to beat them, we're going to have to be better than we were and um, we're going to have to be sharper. With that being said, I didn't leave watching the film yesterday going, wow, what they did was so good. We just don't have any answers for them. We think we have the right answers for the questions they give. We just we just didn't have the right answers on Tuesday. And and so in some ways it's going to make, um, it's going to make our road – substantially tougher uh and it it certainly um creates a, another level of urgency about the district tournament and it's um i don't uh, you know i i try to tell people that aren't really in tune with our district what it's like to to recognize that that five teams in our district are going to make the state playoffs every wild card in our region will come from our district and so it's not only about trying to get in. It's like, it's the fact we're going to have to play these people a third time and a fourth time in some cases to be able to just survive in the playoffs. And um, it's it's uh, an incredible opportunity that comes as an incredible challenge. And uh, I hope our guys uh, mentally are ready for that challenge that lies ahead.
Coach, we're going to uh, take a quick break here. We'll be right back in just a moment. Friends, hope you'll stay with us. Please stay with us. We'll, we'll be right back with Coach Scott Williams in just a moment. Before we go to that break, though, I want to let you know that Blue Daughter Sports broadcast and Blue Daughter Basketball broadcast on 1520 WB presented by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a pop Blue Darter. We'll be right back with Coach Scott Williams. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Glad you're here. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. Talk about our outstanding Apopka Blue Darter athletic program. Right, speaking with Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for the Blue Darters. A little bit later, you'll hear from John Perry, the Apopka chief and planner, with a big overview of the top programs and the top successes of the teams uh, during winter sports here over the last several weeks. And then we'll wrap up possibly by speaking with Coach Eddie Sanders, a Blue Daughter Athletic Director. And I want to remind you once again, we will be on campus next Friday, not, next Friday at this time, 11 a.m. to 12 noon, for a special Blue Daughter Sport, Sport Central edition live from Apopka High School. Go back to Coach Scott Williams in just a moment. First, I want to give you this shout-out. Give a shout-out to our friends over to Popka Mower and Equipment Repair, your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka, northwest Orange County, South Lake County uh, area. Popka Mower is also pleased to announce the addition of steel outdoor power equipment products. Come and see Apopka Mower's impressive showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, north of Apopka. That's Highway 441, but north of Apopka between Plymouth Sereno Road and the 429. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and they fix the rest. Find out more at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. And be sure to tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Let's go back to Coach Scott Williams. Now, Coach, um, you know, as we talked about before, um, but it's relevant, you know, every time we talk is part of your preparations, part of your uh, building an elite basketball program here at Apopka is playing a, you know, a challenging schedule top to bottom during the regular season. And, um, you know, and so I'm looking at the games here down, down your home stretch after the game versus Lake Nona tonight, which you said, which you've you know, shared with us, they're a state ranked team um, in their class, class seven, a, we play Evans, um, which needs no introduction, obviously, um, at Wekaiva, at Oak Ridge, which has been a real powerhouse you know, in, in recent years. Then Windermere, which I, I believe made the Final Four last year. Um, so that, that's, that's your road uh, into the district tournament. Can you just talk a, bit, a little bit in general about, about that, that, those games? And, and certainly, yeah, and as we talked about, it makes funny. it really exciting for, for the fans, um, yeah, but challenging for you. Yeah, exciting for the fans. And I, you know, um, I, you know, I'll be perfectly frank. I, I, just, I actually just had an email a conversation with Mark Grissick, you know, my best friend and former assistant here who's at Windermere, and um, lamenting the fact that I, I am regretting 
I am regretting how our schedule is finishing because I do not think that the value gained of playing really hard games late uh, exceeds the risk of losing these games and what it does to you for seeding purposes. Um, I'm, I am, um, I'm deeply concerned. Um, you know, to give you some perspective, Class 7A rankings of the moment um, um, are including Tuesday. Uh, Okoe is number six in the state. Tonight, number 20, uh, Lake Nona. Next Tuesday, number 26, Evans. Next Friday is our arch rival, Wakaiva, who the last time we played there beat us. Um, the last week of the season, number seven ranked Oak Ridge and um, number 16 ranked Windermere. That's how we finish. And... Um, we're number nine. I mean, for people that want to know, we're currently ninth. And so is it great you're playing challenging teams? And, like, if 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 I didn't need to worry um, about the implications for a district tournament seating, regional playoff seating, like in past years, I'd be thrilled to death we're catching a Lake Nona and an Oak Ridge and a Wakaiva and a Windermere, all non-district games all games that would toughen you up, all of which will do that. But instead, I'm, I am um, concerned that a false step here, a bumble here, um, we end up waking up and we're in this untenable seating situation that um, if we had played, and I won't get names of schools, if we play, you know, mediocre school A, mediocre, mediocre schools B, C, and D, the last two weeks of the season, we get four wins. Our ranking continues to improve. We mitigate any potential risk of losing seating. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know um, what this means for um, uh, for how I want to schedule going down the road, but I have to pay attention to it. I have to think about it and I have to worry about it because, um, you know, uh, it's not, it's not good enough. Um, you know, it, it's not good enough to, uh, to just, you know, be all, um, egotistical, masochistical, oh, we're going to play the toughest schedule possible and we're going to get prepared when now it, there can have a negative ramification to how your team is ready for the playoffs. So, yeah, it's a great schedule coming down the stretch. And every night will be a dogfight and will be a test. And it certainly uh, will uh, let us know what we need to work on. It will certainly um, put us in a situation where we aren't going to see anything uh, district tournament we can be on that we haven't seen before, uh, but um, I don't know. I don't know what the what the collateral damage might be if we don't win all these games, which ordinarily be like, okay, whatever. I don't care if we win or not. Um, but now there's a little bit. Um, it's a little bit different, and, and quite honestly, we are all learning a new system. And and uh, you know, I'll be able to. You and I will be able to have a good conversation about it when it's all said and done and what I think about it once I see the impact of games won, games lost, games against really good teams, games against not-so-good teams, and how that impacts a system that, um, that now influences who you have to play in the playoffs to move on. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Darter Sports Central. Coach, um, now I'd like to ask you, we talked about 
uh, you know, some of your disappointments, specifically with Coy. Um, but you know, obviously to be you ranked where we are um, in the state, um, you know, in the top ten and have been all year. You know, against a, a very interesting schedule you just spoke about, we got to be doing a lot, some a lot of good things right as well. Can you talk about some of the things you feel good about uh, as you get ready to meet that challenging schedule through the rest of the season and, and enter the district uh, tournament? Well, one of the things that was a real bright spot coming out of Tuesday night was I felt like that um, that we're starting to get Rudy Gat a little bit um, uh, and Rudy's ability to score the basketball. Um, you know, takes takes some pressure off of, of Zach Anderson and, and John Latimer, gives us another real weapon, and gives us a real weapon from the perimeter uh, beyond just those two guys. And and so, um, if he can continue the path that he's on, he's had he's had three good practices this week. Um, you know, I remember that Rudy literally could not play basketball, could not be you know competing from about. August 15th until December 7th. No, December 14th. Uh, actually, December 12th. So it was, you know, so we're talking August, September, October, November. Literally four months without playing. Shooters need rhythm. Offensive players. And so, um, so that is something that I think is very positive for us. Um, we got to we consistency in everything we do is just really vital. We'll be really good trapping people one night, and then the next night we're not very good at it. We'll be very good in our man-to-man defense one night and not as good the next night. We'll be very good offensively just playing in our motion stuff and reading each other and using each other one night. But then the next night we've got to do nothing but run sets because we're not reading the floor and using each other. And there's a – so there's this element of what are we going to get tonight, the coach? You know, if if you know whatever the limitations are for your team, for a player, for a part of your – if you are consistent in what those limitations are, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, it becomes pretty easy to, to coach it. You, you, you mitigate and cover up the things you're not very good at, and you emphasize and, and try to make a really big deal of the things you are good at. No – from night in to night out, that's when it becomes really challenging. And and that's what I feel like is going on with us. And that, that falls on us as a staff to continue to work hard and to prepare to try to eliminate that that those those valleys in whatever area of our game we're talking about. And also to be able to have um, have solutions in hand when it does happen that we'll be okay with. And so um, – you know, as a staff, we've just got to keep grinding with the kids, and we've got to keep the kids really focused and positive. And we got great kids; they're going to come out and give a really good effort tonight. Um, I'm sure, um, win or lose, we're going to be really good tonight, and, and we're going to be really good. And you know, it's just um, we get frustrated as a program, and, and deservedly so, because our expectations are very high. Um, I don't, uh, I don't ever want us to be satisfied. Well, we're ninth in the state, and we've still got a chance at the Metro, and you've got you've got a chance to win a district, and that's great. Our expectations are better, consistent, uh, being more dialed in, being better, being more committed emotionally. Um, you know, and all those things are things that um, just because we have expectations of who we are, program. I mean, I guess that's a really good thing to say. I don't I don't know historically how many periods of times we can say that about a pop Tabasco know that right now, um, at least internally, our expectations are are to be really, really good, if not great, every year in what we do. And uh, and so that's 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 our goal here in the last three weeks. 
Yes, and the program has taken a noticeable, obvious uh, steps ahead every single year uh, that you've been here. And um, the friends, we just got a great explanation of how that how that happens. Well, coaches, thank you for spending so much time with us once again. Wish you best wishes tonight versus Lake Nona at home. I want to encourage all the Blue Darters to get out and support Blue Darter basketball tonight at Joe Sterling Gym. 7.30 tip off. Of course, JB game starts at seven at 6 p.m. And then a huge, uh, exciting schedule next week. Evans, home Tuesday night at Wekaiba next Friday night. In t- uh, Tuesday, February 4th, on the road at Oak Ridge. And February 7th, Friday, Windermere uh, for senior night. And we'll be out there, of course, looking forward to being out there broadcasting the Windermere game and the Evans game. Uh, but anyway, Coach, thank you for joining us, and uh, thanks for, for sharing more great insights with us. Best wishes tonight. Roger, thank you for having me, and go Blue Darters. Friends, we're going to take a quick break in a moment. When we come back, we'll look forward to speaking with John Perry, the Popka Chief and Planner. Before we go to break, of course, I want to let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com support Blue Darter Sports Central. They support the Apopka Blue Daughter athletic broadcast you hear on our station and all the programs you hear. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WIN-IN-PAIN. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in a pop, great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're glad you're joining us on the program today. Hope you're enjoying it. It's always great to have conversations with Coach Scott Williams. It's just amazing the, the knowledge that uh, you know, kind of oozes out of him in these conversations we have. And, of course, want to remind you about the game tonight at Apopka. It'll be Lake Nona, Sterling Gym. Tip-off for the varsity at seven, is at 7.30 p.m. Tip-off for JV is at 6 p.m. And, uh, of course, we'll be on campus next Tuesday, January 28th, for the huge game, the huge district game versus Evans. And that's a 7.30 tip-off as well. It's all presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics, the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics. In a moment, we'll go to John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner. But right now, I want to give you one more, a little more word about Doctor, our friends over at Baptiste Orthodontics. Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics take great pride in providing top-notch customers and attention to detail. Baptiste Orthodontics is to sponsor Apopka High School and Apopka Blue Dart Athletics on 1520 WBZW, Apopka's hometown radio station, and wishes Blue Dart Athletics much success in 2020. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2020. Get over and see them at their Apopka office, conveniently located at 12 South Park Avenue, right across from Kitland Nelson Park. And be sure to tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Let's go to John Perry. Well, John, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me, Roger. Good to speak with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting you know, some of your insights from on you know some of the other sports, but before we leave basketball, um, I'd just like to get some of your your perspective on the season thus far. Well, obviously, overall, it's been a very good season. The boys' basketball team at Apopka High is uh, fourteen and six right now. Um, 
obviously have a, a Lake Nona team that that's won a lot of ball games as well. So um, I, the one thing I did notice is their their overall stuff is a positive, but they're they're still going to give a popka a good game. And as Scott uh, Coach Scott Williams said, they'll they'll be in the point. So it might be one of those games where a popka has to outscore uh, Lake Nona as opposed to rely on a strong defense. So. Because sometimes even if the defense is, is really good, uh, the other team, if they have scores, they're, they're going to put the ball in the hoop. So, uh, But, uh, you know, I, I, it, the funny thing is it, it caused, when I saw the, the, name, the game on the schedule and this week, earlier this week, and I'd seen it before, but it, I paid a little more attention to it. And I don't remember uh, a pop ever playing uh Lake Nona in boys basketball or, or baseball. I know Pop hasn't played Lake Nona in football. Uh, you know, it's on the other side of the Orange County and, and way down south. And, and so, anyway, the, the two schools don't get get to play each other in many, many things. I think probably played each other in volleyball. And I remember one water polo playoff match between the two. So, uh, But anyway, bottom line is it would uh, be a different game, a little different opponent. Uh, while in Orange County, a uh, little, little different. So, uh, expect Popka needs to bounce back. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, played so well last week over over at West Orange, and then, uh, and, and Scott Williams alluded to this. Uh, Okoye was just tougher on on Tuesday night. They, uh, you know, interesting uh, uh, comment he made about the about the team just kind of giving up the ghost a little bit there, uh, especially in the second half. And, and I. I have to agree with him. I thought there was a time where I thought, man, there's no way, you know, physically, I know that Apopka could have come back from the deficit wasn't so huge. But, but there, when, when, you know, about midway through the fourth quarter, uh, Popka pretty much given up any, any hope of, of winning that game. And, uh, you know, that, that's going to be, it is going to be a huge game. I know Scott talked about the, how it affects the, the Max Press rankings, which are, uh, the the gospel now when it comes to district uh, seating, district tournament seating, and uh, you know Okoye's now at the one seed, which is very important in that 17 district because you get that first round by in the district tournament. But that doesn't mean Apopka can't be, get back up to the one seed. Um, uh, he also talked about the the, uh, the the schedule and how tough it is. But if you play very well on it, that's not necessarily going to help you. I don't know how the Max Press algorithm works nobody does uh except for max preps uh, so you know but you, you've got to balance it it's got to be a balance uh can't can't beat your team up so much that they they just uh are, are you know by the end of the season they're they're so gassed there's little uh strength left so uh I don't, it's 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 a very good team but we'll see how far they can, are, are able to get uh, in the postseason now I would like to uh, get your thoughts on some other sports. Uh, what are some other sports that our listeners should know about that are having good well, success the, uh, right boys now? And, boys, and, boys and girls soccer start their uh, – they, they're now on the same uh, postseason schedule. They start their postseason next week. Uh, the Apopka girls are seated second behind Boone in their district, six teams in that district. Uh, so Apopka get first-round buys, uh, and, and we'll have to play one game left. Uh, and so – you know uh, the the way it it's you know the, those max rankings are are over everything now, and uh, they're not they're not determined the same way as football. All the other sports, it's a completely different algorithm, and and so Apopka and Boone will probably 
make the playoffs no matter who wins. Uh, when I say the playoffs, I'm talking the regional playoffs past the district tournament. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's you've got that going for you. Even if you were to lose in a, in a district semifinal, uh, it'd probably continue on, uh, you know, just as a wild card. Uh, the, the Popka girls basketball team is just killing it. Uh, they they won by 22 last night over Oak Ridge, who had a couple of players. I was up there and saw part of the game and taking a few pictures for next week's paper. And, uh, you know, Popka was just was beating them down low and, and then hitting a few threes and, and whatnot. And and uh, if the Brittany Hardy, the coach of the of Popka girls, they're 20 and two now, 20 wins, two losses. And so they're they're doing very well, um, uh, and and they're they're going to be the one seed outside of something really weird happening. They're going to be the one seed in their in their district tournament, and and it's the same way. You know, you've got the one seed. That's one less thing uh, that you have to do. But you still need to win your district to get one of the top four seeds. Uh, no matter even if you continue on in the playoffs, you'll be on the road at least for the first game, if not. Not likely uh, on, on continuing on that. So, uh, you know, district-wise, there's some good teams in the Apopka Girls basketball district, but I like the boys. The boys, as Scott said, the, the all four wild card uh, spots in the region will be filled by uh, the district uh, three, seven, eight, three that Apopka is part of. And the girls, it's not quite that much, but uh, there's still some good teams, and, and Apopka is just really. Uh, needs to keep their focus and 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 uh, you know west orange did beat them so game they'd probably like to see west orange in in the district tournament i would imagine uh maybe maybe even win the district uh championship uh, with a with a uh victory over west orange that ends there now would like uh, thanks for a report on boys and girls soccer and girls basketball it's great to see girls basketball doing grill once again and especially for coach Brittany Hardy I know she worked so hard at it you know and she's a former player in the program um right. and a great coach I do want to ask you a, a little bit personal uh question uh you know deviate a little bit from from our conversation about the winter sports and go back to football I noticed that one of our um excellent younger players Kevin Call who started and had an excellent year this year as a freshman defensive end has received an offer from Tennessee, a school that uh, you kind of have some fond feelings for. Can you, would you like to talk about that a little bit? And yeah, your insights? And, and I, I, well, I don't have any particular insight on, on any of the, the one thing, a couple things. Uh, he wasn't the only one that Tennessee offered. Then Martinez, the, the uh, defensive back, the cornerback who also plays basketball. And we've seen there uh, and, and Travion Barnes, the, the sophomore Ooh. linebacker uh, who who that dude can play. Oh I'm yeah, I mean, the he, other two guys. I refer to him as little Jalen. Yeah, he, he. So anyway, you know the one thing about it at, at this point is that this is such a I don't know it's it's a it's like a juggling act and and I, I I'm ashamed to say that Tennessee's been at the forefront of one of those schools that that. Have, there are several schools, a lot of them actually, that just give out so-called offers like they're they're Halloween candy, and and that's too bad. And I'm not saying that these aren't legit offers, but you know, there's offers and then there's committable offers, as the phrase has come to be. I don't pay a lot of attention to recruiting, but I do pay some attention, and I do know uh, that uh, Sports Illustrated did a long, long piece this week, and I read part of it. Uh, it's basically it's about how it's 
a lot of these schools are just throwing out they throw offers out. They if they have 20, 25 the most that they can sign, and they'll have six times that many offers out there or more. And and you know so you have to take it somewhat with a grain of salt. That being said, I'm very happy from a personal standpoint that those three guys are on the at least on the radar for Tennessee. Uh, Kevin Cole had just finished his freshman season. Uh, Nakai Martinez and, and Travion Barnes just finished their sophomore seasons. So they've got some growing and playing and, and getting better to do. Uh, and all three of them, however, are at a point where they've got the attention of, of, a, of an SEC program that uh, I, I believe is coming back to, to some former glory, at least trying to get there. Uh, with with coach Jeremy Pruitt, so yeah, Roger, it, it was it was very nice to see that and, and to hear about that and and to, to know uh, my Vols are, are are trying to make some inroads with some of these guys and and uh, just hopefully uh, we can get one or two of them up there, if not all three of them, and uh, things go. And because I'd love to see them in in Orange, that would definitely be a treat for me. That's for sure. And I don't know. I'm, I might even have to pull for Tennessee a time or two if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia or Alabama, you can, you can root for Tennessee. Well, John, thanks for sharing your insights with us. Well, Roger, thanks for having me. Uh, I do appreciate it. And, then, uh, uh, you know, be at the, uh, the Popka Lake Nona basketball game tonight, and uh, hopefully we can get back on track. And friends, we want to let you know that um, you can co- you find everything literally you need to know about Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics in the Apopka Chief and Planner. Uh, the new edition is out today. In fact, follow the Apopka Chief and Planner for everything in Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics. Friends, we're going to go to another break. Please stay with us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Central on 1520 WBZW Town Station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Glad you're joining us today. Great to be with you. The opportunity to share with you a little bit about our outstanding apocalyptic program. Just hope you've enjoyed the conversations with Coach Scott Williams head coach of Blue Darter Basketball. Of course, Apopka Basketball is ranked ninth in the state, which is the largest division, and have a, currently have a 14-6 and six record. They are battling position for seeding in the postseason district tournament right now, and they, as we talked about, have a very uh, strenuous schedule down the stretch. That all starts tonight with a home game versus Lake Nona, who's ranked 20th in Class 7A. That tip-off will be 7.30 p.m. for the varsity and 6 p.m. for the JV. And we encourage all the Blue Arters to get out there and support a Popka basketball and, of course, uh, high school basketball fans and basketball fans in general. It's a wonderful uh, Friday night. It's a wonderful home court atmosphere, and it's great entertainment, especially if you're a basketball fan. Before we go, to, in a moment, we'll be joined by Coach uh, Eddie Sanders, and I want to thank John Perry for just joining us in our last segment and giving a great overview of not only Apopka boys basketball, but girls basketball and boys and girls soccer as well, and even a little bit about football. Before we go to Coach Sanders, I want you to know that Florida Door Solutions salutes the young student-athletes at Apopka High School and their dedicated coaches. In the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports our local schools. Apopka Little League bas- Baseball, and new sports in our Apopka community. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. 
That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company once again. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're in a Apopka Blue Darter. Now let's go to Coach Eddie Sanders, Athletic Director at Apopka. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good to see you, Roger. Good to be here on the radio with you. Yes, and I want to remind everybody we're looking forward to being back with you in person next Friday out at Apopka High School. And once again, we we appreciate you inviting us um, out to campus. That's always a lot of fun and a great experience. Absolutely. It's going to be a great day. We'll do our um, Determined Daughters um, Baptist Orthodontics next week and um, also have some coaches and players on with us. So it should be a great Friday. Actually, the last next week's the last Friday of January already. Now, Coach, as I said before, we spoke with Scott Williams about boys' basketball. John Perry gave us great overviews of boys' and girls' basketball and boys' and girls' soccer, uh, even a little bit about football. Uh, what? Uh, please share with us what you uh, would like to share right now in terms of uh, you know, the things you'd like our listeners to know about uh, winter well, sports at a pop. Yeah, just um, um, next week we actually um, kick off the boys' and the girls' soccer district tournaments. Next week, our um, our boys are actually going to play in a quarterfinal game um, at Lake Brantley at against Brantley next Monday night at around seven o'clock. They'll um, compete there in the district tournament, and um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, our girls' soccer team's been on a roll lately, and um, they actually ended up with the number two seed in the district, which was nice because it actually gives them a bye. Um, in the quarterfinal round, so so they won't have to play on Monday, and they're automatically into the um, on Wednesday. They'll actually play um, a game on Wednesday um, at Boone High School against a opponent to be determined. Now, um, Coach, we're speaking with Coach Eddie Sanders of Apopka High School. I know I know spring sports are right around her. And would you like to give us a heads up a little bit on some of the spring, what's happening with some of the spring sports? Yeah, spring sports. Um, we had um, um, six of our spring sports um, kick off um, this week with softball, baseball, tennis, water polo, track, and boys weightlifting started um, this week. And then we've still got um, lacrosse starting next Monday, this coming up Monday, volleyball the following Monday, and then the very last sport to start is flag football, which will start on February 10th. So they spread them out a little bit. And, um, so, but it's, it's a great time of the year. Um, here we're kind of wrapping up um, the winter sports and getting into the um, tournaments at the end of the season. You know, but we've already got trans- starting to transition into all these sports. And, you know, with, um, you know, nine sports in the spring at the busy time. And, and you know, I'd like to you know, have you talk a little bit um, more about Apopka Blue Daughter softball, because certainly that's one of the elite programs at Apopka under the direction of Coach Mike McQuithy, who's done a fantastic job for over three decades, you know, building the program into what it is today, which is one of the, the top softball programs in, in the state of Florida. You know, they had an outstanding year last year, made it to the Final Four, uh, what can you share with us about the Blue Darter softball on the horizon for 2020? Well, I know Coach McWithy obviously is um, excited about the upcoming season. Um, 
Um, they have just about everybody, I believe, coming back from last year. You know, um, obviously they had a uh, outstanding, you know, kind of freshman core last year to add to some of the players that they already have. And um, so the expectation, um, he's got a very challenging schedule in front of him, you know, to, um, you know, push the team and try to prepare for, you know, hopefully a postseason run again. And, um, you know, um, as long as they don't come out and get complacent, you know, I think that's probably one of the biggest things is, you know, as you had so much success last year and with so many young players, is you got to stay hungry and just don't assume that, you know, that you're going to automatically get us did last year. You got to go out and prove it at practice and on the games. And, of course, the programs that I'm very passionate about, passionate about all of them, but especially Blue Daughter Baseball, a uh, tryout started on Monday, and we have a new coach, Coach Bobby Brewer, who, of course, has a, you know extraordinary uh, background and, and resume and credentials uh, with a pop good baseball going all the way back to when he was a three-year starter at first base back in the late 70s to when, of course, well-known nationally around the country, <laughs> uh, if not around the world, for being the coach of the uh, United States uh, Little League Baseball uh, champions, you know, the Apopka, you know, Little League um, team back in 2001 that won the United States championship and played in the Little League World Series. But anyway, now he's our head baseball coach. And can you give us just a little bit about what to look for uh, with Blue Darter baseball in 2020? Well, I, you know, I think everybody's just um, kind of, you know, excited. Obviously, it's a time of a little bit of a transition. But, um, you know, Coach Brewer and the, the, the staff that, he's gonna, that he has out there. You know, I think it's going to do a great job with the um, with the um, players. You know, hopefully to continue the development of the players. And um, you know, and um, you know, I think you know we're definitely optimistic that we're going to have a you know a very successful season. You know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of you know some some things that you know we'll look at as we go through the season, and uh, and um, and certainly you know have a lot of hopefully a lot of excitement out there at the diamond this year. Now, a question that I get, because I guess it was kind of a big deal last year, was uh, the lights. I guess Orange County Public Schools showed up yeah. and took the lights down. Um, and every day now, everybody's asking me about the light situation. Can you uh, share our list with our listeners about uh, uh, about the yeah, lights? Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, the lights came down in the summer. And um, when they came down, we, we were given no indication that they were going to go back up. Um, but fortunately, um, you know, OCPS uh, made the decision to um to actually to, to install so um they came back out in the um in the and um you know installed all new all brand new state-of-the-art led lights and um so excited about that you know um you know we were you know obviously not not looking forward to having to play day baseball games but um they decided here at apopco winter park west orange that they would put the lights back up there, and actually, um, they've decided to put lights in at the fields across the county that have not had lights ever. So um, it could take a more. Um, all the schools have lights, but sometime in the future, um, each school should have lights and and not have to play, you know, day games unless they want to play a few of those. It's great. It's great to hear they're going to be back up, and I want to help get the word out because I know it's on the mind of a lot of people. A lot of people are passionate about Blue Darter baseball, much the same way they are about Blue Darter football. So um, it's, it's, that's good news that the lights are back. And, uh, well, Coach, we've got about a minute to go it, it left. Uh, anything else you'd like to share with us before we sign off today come out to see you next Friday? 
No, just um, just you know, excited as we you know get into these the um, district tournaments. Um, you know, with the soccer next week, and then you know the girls' bass, obviously, as you guys have already talked about today. You know, is, is that, and um, they'll wrap up their regular season. They actually have a game at Wakiva on Monday, which is going to be an outstanding game, and a home their last home game in the regular season next Friday. And then, of course, we we host the boys' basketball tournament um, starting February 10th. And um, so once we get all the seeds for girls and boys basketball, we'll, you know, know the schedule. A lot of great athletic competition, high school sports competition taking place with Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics and at Apopka High School. And, uh, Coach, I want to thank you for joining us today and appreciate the, the job that you do leading the program as athletic director. Yeah, I look forward to you being on campus next Friday. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Well, friends, that's going to about do it for our program today. I want to thank Alan, our producer, and, of course, all of our wonderful guests today, Coach Scott Williams, John Perry, a pocket chief and planner, and Coach Eddie Sanders, athletic director of Blue Daughter Athletics, and, of course, our wonderful sponsors, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFedOrlando.com, Florida Door Solutions, and Baptiste Orthodontics. The great people at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to racing the Blue Daughters for success in 2020. Friends, have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.